0: Warning, the following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Tess Fire. Today we will be discussing season one episode nine titled Up Heli Ah. Man, that's a title. <laughs> In all seriousness, holy shit. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Holy shit this episode this goddamn episode is a freaking masterpiece it is absolutely extraordinary from beginning to end just on its own completely separated from the halt and catch fire uh Pantheon, let alone like just in context of the entire series. It's a brilliant, brilliant hour of television. Not only is it easily my favorite of the season, not only is it my favorite episode of all season one, but it might just be among my favorite episodes of the entire series. It is extraordinary, it is absolute perfection, and I adore... Literally every second of it. It is so, so perfect. So, this episode picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, Everyone's driving to Comdex. Uh, Gordon, Joe, Cameron, Donna, they're all in a car together. Driving along to Vegas, where they will show off the giant. They get there. And unsurprisingly, uh, their check-in process completely fails. Miserably. Joe shows up and is like, Hey, we're Cardiff Electric, I'm John Bosworth, so uh, we got a suite. Uh, please give suite. And they're like, hey, so, uh, your, your payment did not go through. In any way, uh, we called the bank. Turns out your accounts have been frozen because of a pending criminal investigation. So, uh, you can go ahead and F right off. So, the suite's gone. And the booth's gone. Because of course it is. And so now they're basically left with nothing. They're left uh, with no place to demo their product. They're left with no pit place to hold a party where the real deals get made. They are left with literally nothing. So, they end up launching this scheme. Uh, Donna gets... Uh, pushed away, like, hey, 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 go, go get a booth, I don't care how much it costs. Meanwhile, Joe and Gordon are running this con on these two really idiotic brothers who are trying to sell this, like, printer thing And failing miserably because they're really, really poor presenters. They have no idea how to pitch anything. Like, this pitch, oh, oh, it's so painful to sit through. Oh, my God, no charisma, no actual ability to present anything. They're just, oh, they should not be front and center. Oh, oh, it's painful. It's genuinely, genuinely painful. But Gordon pipes up during the presentation and is like, hey, so, uh, I heard IBM is making a, is making a VAT. So that's a thing. And then he gestures back to Joe and Joe has a sit down with them like, yes, IBM is making a VAT. And if I were you, I'd get out of our way. Like we'd we'd buy out uh your suite for you, compensate you well enough, uh you'll be breaking even essentially on this miserable, miserable failure of a project. uh just go away. So they take this deal like the idiots they are, and just like that, Cardiff Electric now has a suite, and Donna was able to procure. A really shitty booth. That Cameron then spruces up. Uh, puts a bunch of graffiti on. And is like. Hey come to our suite. And this catches everyone's attention. So people start coming up to the Cardiff suite. And this big party breaks out. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's excited to see the giant. However. Gordon and Donna. Donna are having some troubles getting it to boot up. And they're trying everything. They're they're, they're trying to get it to work. It's not working. They can't get the demo up and running. They can't get the machine to boot up. And so basically, it now falls to Joe to try and distract everybody. And for a few hours, that's pretty easy. Like, they're just... They're just partying, they're just having a good time, who cares, Cardiff's showing them a nice whole deal, but then eventually that doesn't work, people are literally chanting giant, 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 and so Joe's like, okay, look, I've given you enough time, I I can't do this, we're gonna do the demo without the demo, and Joe absolutely nails it. He absolutely kills it, 100%. He brings out the giant, and is like, "And it's the giant! You want me to turn it on? Oh, uh, 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 you really want me to turn it on? Ah, you don't want me to turn it on. Look, you don't want to have, like, this whole demo... Vegas doesn't care about our technical mumbo-jumbo. Vegas doesn't care about all these reasons and just lists off all the reasons why the giant is better than everything else in the market. Vegas doesn't care about any of that. Vegas just wants us to have fun. So instead of the demo, let's just have a good time and welcome the Cardiff VIPs aka uh four porn stars from the porn convention next door that Vegas always holds because reasons let's just bring them in and have a good time with them and then Joe like just he's the more like Hey, I want to show you some spreadsheets. And everyone's like, no, no, bring, bring in the porn stars. (laughs) So, (laughs) so they just bring in these four literal porn stars because apparently like, so I guess because (laughs) the tech people don't really gamble all that much. Uh, Vegas realized, "Oh, we need literally any other thing. We need literally any other source of gambling income. So they always hold a porn convention next door to Comdex because why the hell not?" <laughs> so they took advantage of this and brought in four porn stars. <laughs> And it's, it's a brilliant move on Joe's part to just be like, ah, you don't want the demo. You want these girls and just like (laughs) get everyone to think with their dicks rather than their brains. Like it's really, really brilliant cover up for what could have easily been a colossal failure. And I also love this moment where, like, Gordon and Donna are dancing. They're having a good time. At, right after the porn stars are brought in, and Donna's like, Please don't ever tell our daughters that I was a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so, so great. Uh, eventually, they are able to boot up the giant, they're able to get it done in the night. It works. It runs like a charm. They're ready for their demo. And it looks like everything's going great. Cameron and Joe are sharing some heart-to-heart. Donna and Gordon are, like, on the mend. They're kinda... Uh, they're sorta... They're sorta reconciling their difficulties throughout... The giant development, uh, the issues with their relationship that we've seen throughout this season. Everything's going great, both professionally and personally. Until some assholes debut the Slingshot, which is literally just a copy of The Giant. That is also faster and cheaper. AKA, exactly what Joe wanted to do by cloning IBM. And these two assholes are Donna's former boss, who she almost had an affair with, and the asshole neighbor, who Gordon fired. So, yeah. So, with a combination of the neighbors' insights into the project and the boss sort of gleaning information from Donna, little by little, they basically, and whatever other corporate espionage happened behind the scenes. They basically just made a giant clone. Now, this sparks a massive argument between Gordon and Donna, because it then comes out that Donna almost had an affair with this boss, and the boss was just flat-out using her, and they just have this epic shouting match over it that is absolutely heartbreaking to witness. Uh, Joe talks to Donna's asshole boss, and the asshole boss is, like, very unapologetic, like... Yeah, I just did. Uh, I, I just did what I needed to to uh, get all the monies, basically. Uh, you seem to forget we're uh, we're in the compatibility business. We're in the compatible business, and I just made something better. He basically took the faster, cheaper PC and made a faster, cheaper version of that. And yeah, it's a pale imitation, but all the consumers care about is faster, cheaper. It hits the two very, very basic watermarks. So basically, the giant's dead at this point. No one knows what to do. Everyone's like, shit, we're done. But then Gordon gets to work. Gordon just rummages around in that. He strips the giant Of all the memory hogs. All the things keeping it from going even faster. And... He makes a version of the giant. That is faster. That will be a hundred bucks cheaper. But the trade-off? The interactive OS. Gone. The conversational quality of the giant... That made it so unique. That Cameron fought so hard for. Gone. And understandably... When Cameron sees this... She... Is... Pissed. She immediately... Storms out. And is just yelling at Joe... About how... Horrible of a decision this is. How they took away... Everything that made the the machine unique. That it's now just the same as everything else. Uh, How they took the machine's soul. This thing she worked so hard to bring to life. All of that is now gone. Because someone else did something faster and cheaper. And not as interesting. They essentially killed it. They essentially killed everything good about it. And Cameron's begging Joe, please put it back in. And Joe just says, no, this is an existential choice. We need this. It's what's best for the machine. This is what the will make the machine sell. And Cameron basically calls bullshit and walks away. So now Gordon and Joe are left alone to handle the demo. And the demo actually goes pretty well, at least from an outsider's perspective. Uh, They show it off nicely. They show how faster it is than the slingshot. They show how cheaper it is than the slingshot. Gordon even throws some compliments towards Donna for her part in it. Because Donna was kind of complaining earlier about how she never really got credit for everything she did. Because she did a lot. They would not be where they are today without Donna. And Gordon finally acknowledges that. But then someone talks about how it's not unique. Someone talks about how uninspired it is. And then Joe goes on this big rant about how uniqueness doesn't matter. Innovation doesn't matter. About how, at the end of the day, all... That matters is speed. All that matters is cheapness. All that matters is the bottom line of how much can you do in a certain amount of time. And you can tell, like all the tells of Joe McMillan have just faded away. He is very stoic. He is very stern while giving this part of the pitch. The devilish grin wipes away. The roguish charm wipes away. And you can tell for the first time in the several episodes he's been pitching the giant. In the entire season he's been pitching the giant. You can tell for the first time he no longer believes... What he is saying. For the first time since he started pitching the Giant. He is able to sniff out his own bullshit. He is no longer a believer in the Giant. As he once was. Because deep down he agrees with Cameron. Deep down he knows. This was something special. And we took out... The personality. We took out the heart of the machine. We took out the thing that made it unique for a bottom line. And now it's just a soulless hunk of metal. Now it's just nothing. He effed up. Big time. And Joe knows it. It's written all over his face. And he gives this monologue about how, like, hey, we took an idea and we ran with it the entire way. IBM scraps more projects in a day than any of us do in a year. And you could tell he's, like, genuinely annoyed at these hurdles now. You could tell he's genuinely jaded. You can tell he genuinely wants people to understand. Like, after all this questioning that happens in the demo... Hey, assholes, we did the thing, and we made sacrifices, some very recently. Just shut up and buy the damn machine, in not so many words. And it works, the demo is a success. This machine is going to sell. It is happening. And yet. what should be a celebration in the cardiff suite feels more like a funeral they're sitting around saying nothing with somber looks not really not really reveling in their success because at the end of the day they didn't sell the giant not really not in the way it should have been. They sold a pale imitation of a pale imitation. They gutted everything that was good about it. Everything that was amazing about it. Simply because someone made a faster and cheaper version. Simply because something, ma- someone made a more marketable version. And they did it purely for themselves. They dropped all pretenses of wanting to make a game-changing machine. Gordon just wanted to stick it to these people who effed him over. Joe just wanted to sell. And both of them understand. Both of them know in the back of their minds, we effed up. Donna knows in the back of her mind, we effed up. The only one who was smart enough to call bullshit was Cameron. The only one who was self-aware enough to say, we just took the coward route, is Cameron. And she was right. Every word she said to Joe going into that elevator was 100% correct. For all Joe McMillan's talk about changing the game. For all Gordon's talk about changing the game. At the end of the day, they did what all cowardly corporations do and played it safe. And in a space as ever-changing as technology, maybe the worst thing you can do is play it safe. Because, yeah, you could be where IBM was and be this big mega corporation that can do no wrong. But how fulfilling is that really? You sell a shit ton of units. But how relevant is that really? Because, fast forward to 2019. Who the hell gives a shit about anything IBM has ever done in their prime? No one. No one cares. Because they were the safe ones. They didn't really innovate. At this point in their lifespan. And now... Cardiff has made the same mistake. Joe McMillan made the same mistake. Gordon Clark has made the same mistake. They went for the short term. But didn't take a risk. They played it safe. They avoided the risks. They avoided the hard route. And now the Giant is going to be relevant for about five minutes. They're doomed. And they know it. They're going to see some success, but in the end they're doomed and they know it. And this is so perfectly spelled out in the end of this episode when Joe McMillan goes over to uh, the Apple suite and sees Macintosh boot up, sees it speak. Sees the interactivity. Sees the... Sees the personability that the giant was going to have. Combined with, like, really incredible, at the time, game-changing layouts. Sees these things. Sees this new technology. That is so wildly beyond anything. That... They did with the giant. And at this moment, Joe realizes oh shit. We're irrelevant. We did the dumb move. We made the decision that will keep us as far away from the history books as possible. We only made something that was faster and cheaper, but we didn't make something that was truly unique. We didn't make something that was truly innovative. We didn't make something that people will remember. Who gives a shit about a lighter, cheaper IBM clone when you have this innovative technology right next door? Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Everything they've done at the end of the day does not matter. They put the nail in their their own coffin. They flew too close to the sun. And in an effort to save their own asses, they destroyed the one thing that could possibly... Make them in any way notable. Cameron saw it coming. And that's it. Joe didn't see it coming. Gordon didn't see it coming. Donna didn't see it coming. Because they all thought short term. Cameron was the only one who saw five steps ahead. And she got booted for it. So, yeah. Everyone's dumb. Comdex83. Everyone's dumb. God, I love this episode. And we only got one more. Only got one more, and then this first season is done. So, get ready. For that. Uh, if you like this, favorite podcast, Anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever Podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 10. The Season Finale. Talk to you then.